840 here, I just got the new iPhone 15. So, reading that uh, Joe Biden's gotten a lot of positive press for his uh, visit to Israel and for his rhetoric about standing with Israel, about trying to uh, aid people in Gaza, saying all the right things. I've noticed that uh, foreign policy elite by and large to be supportive of what Joe Biden is trying to do. This is like absolutely unprecedented what Joe Biden has done. Like never before has an American president gone to an active war zone, particularly where America is not at war in that war zone. So he has plunged America right into the middle of this tribal conflict. And I just think it's incredibly ill-advised, that illustrates the difference between the dominant secular liberal left perspective on human nature and the traditional view. So the dominant liberal left secular perspective is that we are buffered, right? So that I can decide right and wrong between my two ears. Like in my brain, I can figure out meaning for myself in my own head that uh, all the war and conflict and, and different uh, mores going on around me don't uh, have to affect me because I'm strategic, I'm autonomous, I'm buffered. I'm reflexive, I can judge my own behavior and adjust it accordingly like good courtier morality where you judge every word, every deed, every glance you know, on the basis of how will it you know, affect other people, how could it potentially affect other people and my standing with them. And so, this is a worldview that has a lot of faith in the power of reason. Right? Grants more faith in the power of reason than in the power of tribe and nationalism and our primal urges. So, as a trad, I have faith in the power of reason. I don't view human nature as basically good. So, to have the liberal left secular faith in the power of human reason to be strategic, autonomous, reflexive and have a buffered sense of self right? you have to basically believe that human nature is basically good as a trad, I do not believe that human nature is basically good I believe that reason is a very weak read to rely on compared to the power of tribe the power of imprinting and the power of genetics but the dominant liberal left secular news media and our foreign policy elite have by and large seem to like what Joe Biden's done here because they like his rhetoric. Like if you're a liberal, like even center-right liberal, right, if you basically believe in the enlightenment, which is a belief in the power of reason and the people are basically good, right, if you believe in the enlightenment, then you're very likely to believe that Joe Biden's doing the right thing here because he's going to the Middle East, the middle of this tribal conflict, he's articulating enlightenment values where we can rise above our own tribal genetic primal selves to become enlightened through the power of reason and then we can use that reason and tap into our innate goodness to transcend these primitive tribal nationalist uh, genetic allegiances to discuss with our enemies and reason things out you know, a fruitful way forward. So the liberal left secular approach to life has you know, a great deal of 
belief in the power of discussion. Now, I love discussion. I do discussion on my show regularly, but I don't have as much power in the belief of the healing, redemptive power of discussion as people in the dominant secular liberal left point of view. And so Joe Biden is trying to have a discussion about this Middle East conflict. He wants to talk to leader of Egypt and leader of Jordan, leaders of, I presume, Lebanon and Syria and uh, various factions in the Middle East. And guys, can't we just talk about this and strategically, you know, reflexively transcend our tribal allegiances to come some common understanding of the nature of the good? And as a trad, I find this incredibly naive. What are the Arab demands from the Israelites so that the Arabs will stop attacking the Israelites? The Arab demands are that uh, Israel cease to exist as a Jewish state because they view this land as belonging to Arabs and Muslims and they correctly understand the establishment of the Jewish state was accomplished in large part through the ethnic cleansing of Arabs and Muslims. And they don't want to acquiesce to this ethnic cleansing, what they call the Nakba, the great tragedy. So that's why they're not being eager. It's a large part of the reason they're not being eager to resettle Palestinian refugees in their own lands. Because to do so is to acquiesce to this unilateral uh, Jewish ethnic cleansing of Arabs from the state that's now known as Israel. And this the Sinus cleansing of, of Arabs from the land of Israel in 1947-48 was in large part patterned upon Joseph Stalin's ethnic cleansing of Germans in Soviet Union, Eastern Europe uh, during World War II and after World War II. So here's the analogy. Uh, think about different perspectives on, say, premarital sex from a modern liberal left secular perspective there should be great emphasis upon education and ethics so to make people more enlightened so from the liberal left modern secular perspective the enlightenment perspective the greatest enemy is ignorance and bigotry and unthought allegiances to tradition traditions that are not rational that don't stand up to the light of reason. From a traditional perspective, you know, this sort of activity should only go on within the context of an established relationship, such as you know, marriage. But modern liberal left perspective, the secular perspective, is that you can have consent, should have consent every step of the way, from holding hands to kissing, to each step beyond that, to the ultimate deed. And if consent is ever withdrawn, even in the midst of the ultimate deed, then the autonomous, strategic, buffered, ethical, enlightened, rational being will cease to engage in that as soon as it's no longer consensual and ethical. So from a trap perspective, we suspect that the primal power of sex will distort people's reason and ethics and the best of their moral intentions. And so too, from a traditional understanding of this Middle East conflict, 
we expect that the more intense and bloody a war or any conflict of interest, the more likely people are to be primal, tribal, national, and identify with their team, and the less likely they are to be reasonable, enlightened, rational, transcending their own team, seeking the common good. So, as a try, you know, you expect, you expect people to now align with their team. And so, as a trad, you're not shocked and you're not necessarily even appalled when left-wing Arab Muslim and left-wing Jewish and left-wing uh, minority orientations at Harvard University student groups immediately, instinctively side with the Hamas. Like, Hundreds of Israeli bodies of women and children are still born, and all these left-wing Harvard student groups are immediately saying that the fault is entirely with Israel. Well, as a trad, this does not surprise you, because you expect people to instinctively side with their own team. You don't expect people to transcend their primal allegiances, their family allegiances, their familial allegiances, their early imprinting allegiances, their genetic allegiances, their communal allegiances, their tribal and national allegiances. You don't expect them to transcend these allegiances using the kingly power of reason to see the common good and to condemn atrocities when committed by their side. You expect that the more intense the conflict, the more likely people are to react based on their primal just like with regard to that very intimate activity, there are children around, so using discretion, the language I use here, with regard to that certain intense intimate activity, the more intense and charged it is, from a trap perspective, the less likely you are to expect people to abide by the kingly power of reason, by the highest of secular, ethical, rational enlightenment standards of ethical consensual behavior so the more intense the situation the more intense the drives the more primal right the more visceral the situation whether it be love or war right the more you expect people to align their primal bestial embodied genetic, tribal, national alliances rather than this modern secular liberal left notion of enlightenment reason. The Buffett strategic autonomous reflexive self will look at his behavior from outside of himself and has a great faith in the power of reason to try to sort everything out. So that the Joe Biden would fly this Middle East tribal war and make pronouncements about it and try to you know, side with the angels and you know, make pronouncements about good and evil, try to encourage Israel to conduct itself ethically, it's like trying to encourage people who are not, not married, don't have any 
obligations to each other, trying to you know, insist that they abide by step-by-step -step, you know, consent in all of their intimate activities. It just seems incredibly naive, ill-advised, and puts the U.S. on the precipice of absolute disaster, just as by siding with Ukraine. Right? There are all sorts of rational reasons seeming to side with Ukraine. Right? Ukraine was just sitting there. Ukraine was the nice girl at the party, nice girl at the frat party, wasn't looking to be invaded, and then totally without consent, right? Ukraine, you know, like the drunk frat girl, you know, alone in a room with some drunk frat guy in a very dangerous situation for her well-being, Ukraine was pronged, prodded, invaded, thrust into and had to absorb the unwanted advances of, of Russia. And so the modern secular liberal left says, this is outrageous, there's no consent here. We must you know, stand up for consent. We must stand up for autonomy. We must stand up for rationality, enlightenment, you know, universal ideas of the good. We must immediately side with Ukraine. But in the real world, great powers take what they want. And in the real world, the weak endure what they must. And by trying to interfere in the way the world works, we have placed ourselves in a proxy war with Russia completely unnecessarily, because to the best of my knowledge, the United States has no vital strategic interest wrapped up in Ukraine. And to the best of my knowledge, right, the US has no vital strategic interest wrapped up in the prosperity of the, the Jewish state of Israel. Now, I, I understand much more a vital strategic interest for the US vis-a-vis -vis China over Taiwan than I do with either Israel or, or Ukraine. But in both the cases supporting Ukraine and supporting Israel, it's very easy to make this rational, you know, wordy, moral, liberal, enlightenment, rules-based order argument for getting involved in this context. But now we've got all these riots against American embassies and this agitation will spread against Americans everywhere in the world and Americans at home, right? 9-11 would never have happened if the U.S. hadn't so needlessly, repeatedly, powerfully interposed itself into the Middle East over the, the prior 12 years. And now we're sticking ourselves into the Middle East again and putting ourselves right in the middle of this conflict, making it an American war. So we've got an American proxy war going on in Ukraine, because NATO is really just a proxy for the United States. Now, Israel is kind of, sort of, a proxy for the US. And we have unnecessarily put ourselves in harm's way for the most beautiful sounding of reasons. Right, the rhetoric for 
that getting involved and not standing idly by is powerful. But real life consequences are terrible. You can say something that is true and good and righteous and it be incredibly ill-advised. I'm president of the United States. I would not be pronouncing on the Arab-Israeli conflict. I would, best of my knowledge, limit my interventions in that arena to what's in America's best interests. Biden has been far more competent than Trump. Biden appears from an enlightened, rational perspective to be much more competent than Trump. He sounds more competent. His administration operates in what feels and seems like a more competent way because his advisors aren't at war with each other. Right? They're pretty cohesive. There have been fewer leaks out of this White House than any other White House in memory. So on the basis of process, right, on the basis of appearance, on the basis of decision-making, right, this appears to be highly competent White House. But the upshot, the reality, the, the danger that Joe Biden is putting in the United States is you know, far greater than all the slipshod antics of Donald Trump. I thought they hated our freedom. Yeah, that, that's nonsense. There's no evidence that uh, Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda attacked us on 9-11 because they hated our freedom. Right. The Arab Islamic world only united against the United States when the United States increasingly threw in its lot with the Jewish state of Israel. And as someone who's a Zionist who strongly believes in an independent Jewish state in the historical Jewish homeland, all right, I have a lot of emotional sympathy for the pro-Israel tilt of American foreign policy. But to the extent that I can overcome my tribal allegiances and my primal allegiances, right, I see it as not in America's best interests, and you can make a strong argument, not in Israel's best interests either. What about Kathy Huckle and Eric Adams? Couldn't their genuflections to the Zionist lobby today be conceded even less tenable than Biden's? Or you can understand that people would be tempted to make sweeping moral pronouncements because the Hamas massacre is stomach-churning, viscerally upsetting, and morally overwhelming. And combine that with strong pragmatic interests, in particularly the state of New York, to side with Israel. You can understand why they act as they do. Uh, John Mearsheimer did an interview recently where he was asked, what would you advise Bibi Netanyahu? And uh, Mearsheimer said, I'd advise him to try to reach a, a two-state solution, to find a way to give the Palestinians their own state. He said that uh, Israeli politics, direction of Israeli politics, will not allow this. So even if Bibi Netanyahu wanted to help create Palestinian state, uh, Israeli politics currently would not allow this. It just seems like a massive own goal for me, for Joe Biden to fly to Israel, or to make all sorts of pronouncements about Israel, to try to intervene and manage this conflict. It reminds me of LBJ trying to manage 
US bombing of North Vietnam where President Linda Baines Johnson would personally approve various you know, bombing targets in North Vietnam to try to avoid overreach. It's like trying to have step-by-step -step, you know, consensual relations between people who barely know each other. be continued.